You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Bryce Petter, and you are locked on to the Texas Rangers. And coming off another loss to Cleveland, uh, this is uh, the weekend. It's the weekend. Congratulations. We made it. Rangers start a series at home against Houston this weekend. Um, so, you know, maybe they can, can catch up a little bit more ground in the tanking race. Uh, I don't imagine it will be a whole lot of fun, especially since we have some question marks um, in the rotation. I believe it's Glenn Otto that is going tonight. Um, we will know this for sure as you are as you are listening to this podcast as it's coming out. Um, but that should be exciting. Glenn Otto, in case you don't remember, is one of the pitchers that came over in the Joey Gallo, Gallo trade. Actually, I believe the only pitcher that came out over in the Joey Gallo trade. The guy who went to Rice, who is a Texan. So that is exciting. Something to look forward to. Uh, not a whole lot of, of great things from the Rangers game on Thursday against Cleveland. They gave up 10 runs. Uh, not Jordan Lyles' best start. Not his worst start. But, you know, he had been doing very well as of late. I, I do feel like I need to mention that because I, I give him a lot of crap. Um, granted, he's earned it. But, uh, yeah, eight, eight earned runs in, in three and two-thirds innings is not, is not ideal, um, which also forced the bullpen to have um, a, a busier-than-necessary day. Um, but, you know, it, it's fine. There was some, there was some positive. Uh, Andy Ibanez is now has a 10-game uh, hitting streak, and I believe it's six games straight with uh, multiple hits. He had another two-hit day, two-hit day for DJ Peters. Um, Nick Solak had his first home run since coming back up. DJ Peters had his sixth home run of the season. Um, that one went up Taco. Uh, Andy Ibanez had 11th double of the season. Jose Trevino also had a double, his 10th of the season. He has been looking much better. Multi-hit game for Trevino also had a walk. Um, so that's a positive development as well. On base three times for old Jose. That was very exciting. Uh, another rough day for Leody Tavares. His OPS is down to 195. 195. But the big story, I'm, gloss- I'm, I'm, I'm burying the lead right here. Ryan Duro made his first MLB start. He is a big leaguer. He didn't have his first hit, um, which, you know, I, I think it's a little unfair because these, these last two guys in the order, you know, both of them really need a hit. I mean, Duro, because you don't know when he's going to get another big league start. You don't. He, he might. I, he's got a really great glove. Um, and he's, you know, not a black hole at the plate. He's not a, an offensive huge plus. But, you know, you never know when you're going to get your next big league appearance if you're a guy who's kind of fringy. And uh, they go into the ninth inning. The Rangers are down four runs. And Leo Tavares needs a hit in just the worst way. And who's he have to face? But Emmanuel Classe. Emmanuel Classe. The guy who's throwing 102-mile-an-hour cutters. With a 90 to 92-ish mile an hour slider, that's who you got to face. That's not fair. That is totally unfair. These guys both needed hits so badly. And you know what? I think it's just rude of Cleveland to throw him out there. First off, throwing him against the Rangers in general is rude. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that one inning of Corey Kluber. That was fun. Um, I remember being so ridiculously excited. Though. All, all the Rangers had to give up was Delano Shields and... And Emmanuel Classe is as good a reliever as he could be, as I thought, and then got immediately busted for um, PEDs and had to miss, I believe, the entire season. Um, I was like, yeah, it, the only way this doesn't work out for the Rangers is if Corey Kluber's arm falls off. And then his arm fell off, and that wasn't fun. So, first off, it's rude to throw Classe in general against the Rangers. But, but throwing him there 
is just is just is just extra rude. Um, but also today's episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the app and join me this week on Saturday afternoon to get in on the action. So, the rest of this episode is me talking with Grant about. Well, earlier my projection of of what this roster will look like. I think I said twenty twenty four. Um, that's on me if I did say that. I'm actually pretty darn sure that I did say that. Um, but Levi Weaver of the Athletic um, cheated and and wrote um, a twenty twenty three roster and what that would look like. And I say he cheated because um, first off, no one else has ever had this idea to look into the future about a bad team. Um, and second, that he did. A year earlier than me and he also used outside free agents and assumed that this front office is going to spend money which you know this front office says they're going to spend money whoop-de-doo i'll believe it you know when when the cows come home that's not the right saying but you know what i mean i won't believe it until it's actually on paper the contracts are signed and i see those players in texas rangers uniforms so i do a little bit of comparing and contrasting um and we also talk about why we don't think the rangers will spend this offseason you know why they actually Maybe they shouldn't. I know it sounds contradictory. I know you want to throw things through your earbuds or your car speakers or whatever at me. Um, first off, that's not how that works. Second off, I understand the impulse. Um, and I also want to give you a trigger warning. There is a Joey Gallo mentioning. I just I feel like just throwing that out there just so you know. So you're not as hurt as I was when I was ambushed out of the blue with um, Levi's hurtful words. Um but we have a pretty fun discussion there, um, and of course end it with our new tradition of just naming one random Rangers player. But that's going to do it for this week's editions, um, at least for me as I'm recording this. But without further ado, here's my talk with Grant about what this team will look like in two years. But speaking of the time they're competitive, you know, JD said, all right, like 2023, that's when we want to be competitive again. And both of us were like... <laughs> Uh, all right, I don't see that at all happening. Right. And then these reports start surfacing of, you know, the Rangers are going to be really competitive and uh, really aggressive in, in free agency, which, first off, I'll believe that when I freaking see it. All this talk from, you know, Chris Young and and sourcing it through the beat, like, okay, yeah, I, I, bad teams say that all the time, and I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Um but then um, Mr. Leviathan Weaver um, totally copies my idea. No one's ever had this idea before of, of projecting a future team when your current team sucks. Um, <laughs> I want to just publicly admonish uh, Mr. I, I don't know what I got nothing else extended besides Leviathan um, for stealing my brilliant, um, completely unique idea. Um, and he he used the cheap way of um, of cheating and, you know, thinking that this team could pay free agents. Not not just, you know, like a Todd Frazier, but like a, a decent one, um, several decent ones. And so um, I wanted to get your thoughts on, first off, we'll, we'll go through my list of who I think the starting rotation and roster. I'm, I didn't go for the whole bullpen. I don't really know. Um, that, that feels like too much. Maybe maybe if I get really bored, how, depending on how badly these next couple weeks go, I might, I might go for a projected bullpen in two years. Um, well, but I'm not that desperate at this point. You're going to have about 30 options with how the farm stacked with bullpen arms. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar has a new, amazing, limited-time flavor, Built Grasshopper Cookie, available this week, July 6th through 9th. Get the new Built Bar flavor, Grasshopper Cookie. What does it taste like? This, Bilt, this is Built Bar's version of the classic Thin Mint Cookie. All the flavor without all that sugar. 
150 calories, 17 grams of protein, and just 5 grams of sugar. You know, there are so many delicious flavors, including these limited time ones. They're so good. You know, you got the double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, raspberry, you know, just absolutely everything that you could possibly want. They're just so delicious and so nutritious as well, you know? Order the get the grass order today get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or you know whatever you like i'm not going to tell you which one to get just get some built bar because they're all so stinking good our listeners can go to built.com use the promo code locked 15 you will get 15 percent off your order use promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off at built.com could have had another one but now that that poor boy is is gone to philadelphia it's fine it's fine. I'm fine. I'll get over it eventually. I, I uh, thought you were going to say Class A, but yeah, Krause is... That yeah, too. He's gone too. That too. Um, God, I really love that whole inning of Corey Kluber. I really loved it. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, in case you missed that episode, first off, go back and listen to it because it's a nice little hopeful reprieve of this current baseball team, which is is not doing good at playing baseball right now. Um, wait, did I write 2024? That's not right. I, I think I did write 2024. It's about the same. It's it's about the same as I would have had it for um, 2023. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna say that um, because we're comparing it with with Le- what Levi did um, and what free agency options there are. So pretend pretend I said 2023 instead of 24. Um, so okay. starting rotation looks like this: um, Spencer Howard, um, age 26. I think I or 25. Gosh, I got subtract the whole number um rotation looked like this spencer howard dane dunning cole Wynn, cole reagans um and jack Leiter. closer i said joseph barlow i feel really good about that after what he's done so far um even though he's hurt right now um don't feel as great about um these prison players you're gonna hate me for the first two um catcher sam huff first baseman nate Lowe, um nathaniel Lowe, excuse me nate's mom yeah uh, thank you sec- Second baseman, Justin Foscue. Um, shortstop, Luis Angel Acuna. That one might be a little aggressive for the year extra. Um, that might be a year ahead of time. Um, that might be Josh Smith at that point. I don't really know. Um, third baseman, Josh Young. Left field, Adolis Garcia. Center field, Leo Tavares. Yeah, I feel pretty good about that. Um, right field, Bubba Thompson. DH, Curse Terry. Don't feel as great about that one. Or the low, or the huff. Um, Acuna might be a little aggressive for 23, but 24, I feel pretty solid about that. Um, unless Josh H. Smith is fantastic, um, in which case, who knows? Maybe maybe Justin Foskey moves to first base and and Smith moves to second. I don't know. Um, but I'm curious, given my self-imposed restrictions of this team can't spend money and, you know, the documented history of this team not spending money, unless it's to pay good players to play on other teams, um, what do you think about that projection? Um, I think it's probably a little early on some of the guys. Uh, I mean, if we keep it just within the org, I think, I think Reagan's probably isn't up yet quite by opening day 2023. And honestly, I'm yet yet to see him. So I don't have a good eval there. I doubt he's up yet. I think probably AJ Alexi would be the more likely candidate. Hmm. Uh, I mean, you're going to have other, there's, there's a lot of arms in the upper levels. You've got Yeri Rodriguez, probably a reliever. AJ Alexi very possibly and probably a reliever long term, um, but more likely to get a shot at starting at the big league level. Uh, Ronnie Henriquez, you know I've heard that he 
He's another guy I haven't seen yet, but I've had scouts tell me that they think he could be a back-of-the-rotation guy. But he's probably not up at that point, um, mm-hmm. at least not as a starter. Glenn Otto's probably a reliever. Cody Bradford is possible. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's a handful of options there, but I, I'd probably bump out Reagans and put in Alexi. Um, I don't know Lighter. if I'm as hot... Lighter feels aggressive for one full year of minor league ball and then starting breaking big, yeah. big league camp with the roster. Um, if, yeah, honestly, after like four starts now, I think it's been for Taylor Hurd, I might be more willing to give him that than, than Cole Reagans at this point. I, you know, when Hearn was at AA, I thought he had a real chance to stay as a starter. Um, I did too. I, I think I'm probably lower on that chance now than I was then. But, I mean, by all means, you ride it out the rest of the season and see what it looks like. Yeah, I mean, why not? But Barlow feels pretty solid. Um, I, I think you're higher on him than I am, um, especially given the other options. I think that's probably... That I mean, might you're, be... It, you still got Snyder, Johnny Hernandez, and LeClerc. I. Yeah. I think you said Yanni Hernandez, and I was like, not, not Johnny Jonathan Hernandez. Yeah. You, you haven't seen our boy Yanni on the mound yet. It's electric. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I'm also more thinking that if LeClerc and, and Hernandez have solid years, say with like any of those guys, that they're... Oh, true. I, I think Barlow is less likely to do that. Um, Nick Snyder they might hold on to because you know he is so young and has so many years of controllability under him. That's why I was like, that that might end up usurping Joe Barlow, but um, I don't know. So now, would you still have Sam Huff as your top catcher? As of today, no, I think I'd say Jonah Heim. Okay, that's where I'm at too, which doesn't excite me a whole lot, uh, especially, I mean, we don't even know what the catcher position is going to look like by then, because if they go auto-zone, Heim loses a lot of value. Yeah. He's done such a good job. And I feel so bad because he's done such a good job of, of framing this year. Same with Trevino. Yeah. Like, it wasn't that long ago where, like, catch, Rangers catchers were just trash. Just trash yeah. at framing. And, man, ugh. I think they did, they did a whole lot of help for um, for Kyle Gibson and his value. Yeah. I really think they did. That can't no, be understated. Absolutely. Um, Nathaniel Lowe, yeah, maybe. All right. I I can tell you who I hope it'll be. I who, hope who it'll be. Hope? I hope it'll be Blaine Krim. Yeah, he's Blaine Krim, the independent. Yes. <laughs> he's he's been impressive at Double A so far, man. I mean, oh, he's in Double A now. Yeah. It, it, now he's a first base only guy. And he hasn't walked a whole lot over his career, so he's gonna have to really hit. Um, I'm but he's been at- doing that so far. Yeah, I was just looking at his uh, his Hickory numbers. He played. Uh, he had 270 at bats there. Um, had 20 home runs. That's 73 games. Um, yeah, 20 home runs, 21 walks. Um, hit 300 on base of uh, 372. Slugged 559. No PS over 930. That is um, some solid stuff from him there. Um, I don't know. I I like it. Um, and but now I want to I want to compare to what what uh, Levi did. Um, okay. Da, 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 da. All right. Here's his rotation. His, um, wait, hold on. Are we at starting pitchers? 
What the? Oh no, this is all right. We'll we'll start with position players because that's who's listed up here. Um, he has Jonah Heim, Sam at catching, Sam Huff at first, Foscu mm-hmm. at second, Carlos Correa at shortstop, Josh Young at third base. That feels like the easiest one there. Um, oh god, this this one I'm I'm gonna have to warn viewers because it was it was hurtful when I read it. Um, or at, at right field, left field is Adolis, center is is Leody. But right field, um, just prepare yourselves. Did he he said Joey? Joey Gallo. Mm, whatever. Which, first off, um, Levi, I want a personal apology for that, um, for having to read that and think about that and experience that. Um, that's just rude, and I didn't appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll wait in, until we talk in, in person next to demand that. Um, but in the bench, he had Trevino, IKF, Steel Walker, Eli White. That's fine, whatever. Um, I don't, I don't mm. have that much to say about that. This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest, open now at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus with the promo code Locked On. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo, which means make a bet on Thursday, September 9th, season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up using the promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports action from football basketball boxing right to your favorite vegas casino games don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season bet online your online sportsbook experts if still walker and eli white are on the bench in 2023 there's a problem uh, there's, it's the texas rangers in two years from now there's going to be a lot of problems buddy <laughs> that's true um, that's true anyway he is very ambitious with what the heck these rangers are going to do um in um, in in free agency. First off, first off, the Carlos Correa that's that's aggressive. Bringing back um, bringing back Joey that's also very aggressive. And I don't know if they're going to do it. I would lo- I would lo- literally like I would not be able to handle how much joy like it would be like cry laughing like happy insane person for an entire episode if Joey signs come here. Um, but um, number one in the rotation. Jose Barrios, whoo, that's bold. Number two in the rotation, Clayton Kershaw, whoo. Number three, Spencer Howard. Number four, Dane Dunning. Number five, Colby Allard. Um, he said he wanted to put Kyle Cody there, but I, yeah, he said he couldn't stay healthy. And I'm like, yeah, that whole 2020 was really nice for Kyle Cody. Um, feels more an aberration. Um, bullpen, he had uh, Taylor Hearn is the long reliever. Um, middle relief one, John King, uh, two, Demarcus Evis. Middle relief three, Chase Lee, um, the sixth round pick out of Alabama. That's that's that was kind of kind of bold. Um, Ricky Venasco, um, the two setup many as Nick Snyder, Joe Barlow, and Jonathan Hernandez as the closer. Um, I, I don't know about Colby Allard. I've seen so much of him, and I'm like, I I don't know. But yeah. first off, do you think that team could like? What do you think that team would even do, a team like that? I think that team wins 82 games and finishes in third place. 
Like, I mean, that that's why, like, that's why I don't think, I mean, A, they've shown nothing to indicate that they will or are willing to spend. But I don't think other it makes sense to dropping spend. rumors. Other than right. dropping rumors. Because, like, look, you you spend, that's that's three huge guys. Um, Barrios, I don't think, well, Barrios isn't a free agent after this year, is he? After next year. After next year. Okay, so then that would be a second offseason where they spent in a row. Um, but the free agent this season would be Correa and, and Kershaw. Um, and Correa is going to be, like, what, $200 million, I think? And I don't want him. I don't, I don't want to watch that guy, have him on my team. No, not really. I don't feel that great about him. I like him a whole lot. And, you know, in the years since then, um, he has been somehow, like, the one that has rubbed me the the wrong besides Bregman, who I didn't like in the first place, he was kind of right. a tool. That's that's fine. That's who he is. He's a really good baseball player. Um, but Correa, like, not only has he not been like, he's been really good when he's healthy, but there's a lot of health issues and like just a lot of that Astro stink on him. Like, I just, I liked him a whole lot in the minor leagues. He's a really good kid, and you know, Tepid spoke highly of him when he talked to him, and like he seemed like a really generally down to earth good kid, but like. A lot of that Astro stink has got on there, and I don't, yeah. I don't feel great about it. Like, I don't feel that confident about Trevor Story either. Like, I, I feel more confident about Story being healthy, but I don't feel that confident about him being that great outside yeah. of Coors. And yeah. like, Corey Seager is obviously like the prize. And I mean, I can see a scenario where the Dodgers don't bring him back, but like, it's not a likely one, especially since Gavin Lux hasn't been anything close to what they thought he'd be. Yeah, I mean, look, the thing is, if you look at this free agent class, I don't think there's anybody who makes sense. Corre- or at least in the shortstop group. Correa? No, not, not the shortstop group. Correa is the best of them. I don't want him for personal reasons. I, mm-hmm. he, he might be exactly what the clubhouse needs. He might be um, a great addition. It's not the guy I want. Uh... Trevor Story, I think, would be a terrible investment. <clears throat> He's going to cost a lot of money. People don't realize how much of his value comes from his defense. Uh, he's about to go into, I think, I guess his age 28 season next year. So you're about halfway through whatever contract you give him. He's going to have to move off a shortstop. Yep. Um, and he does have the scary home road splits, which typically are made a little bit too much of, but you still make something of them. Um, yeah. Corey Seager will also be going to his age 28 season. And... Dude's a third baseman here, pretty in pretty short order. And then Javi Baez, honestly, is not very good. Lindor's off the table. So I don't... I, again, I don't think it makes sense to spend. Even with that team that Levi had, where they spent a ton of money, they're still not going to be the best team in the division. Right? Like, are they? Yeah. Well, I mean, the Astros could fall off, but it's still going to be a chase, like... The Mariners have a really good farm. I think Oakland. Seattle might be like hitting their stride by then. Like right. the, the A's, you can never count out. I bet whatever team the A's put together will probably be a little bit better than that. Um, even with you know all the, it it always looks like their window is closing, but they just perpetually keep it open because they're the A's and A's and they work magic. Like good God, if that team, if that team could spend some money, they would be just unreal, just unreal. Um, the other. The other guys who are free agents this year, um, well, this is Marcus Simeon. I thought he just, I thought it was like at least a three-year deal. Does he have an opt-out? Um, anyway, I don't think he's opting out. Anyway, there is um, 
Freddie Freeman. There's Chris Bryant. Um, none of those guys make sense. Castellanos has said he's going to opt out. Um, there's How's Max he? Scherzer. Um, one guy that I, I am curious about is, is Michael Conforto, who is a one-time All-Star. Um, coming, He's had a, just a horrible season for his standards. Just horrible. Um, career OPS of uh, 825. This year it's under 700. He's he's got an on base of uh, 338 and slugging 357. Eight home runs this year in 90 games. That is not what not what they want. I mean, he made an All Star year. He made an All Star team when he was 24, his third third year in the league. Um, has had some pretty consistent seasons um, around, like just a pretty above average. Two seasons above an OPS above 900. Um, might that might be a guy he's gonna be 29 next season that might be a guy like a david doll except yeah, like better. i feel more there's more there's more confidence that he's gonna play games and put up passable numbers um if he slips to the clack the cracks and the rangers can sign him on like a one-year or two-year whatever prove it deal and get the most out of him i think that would be nice um, I don't know that he is, though. I think everyone knows, like, this is probably an aberration of a year, and he's going to get a pretty decent contract offer. Um, but, like, none of these other guys really make sense. So I, I kind of see what you're saying. Like, of the... You go out and spend... Commit to, like, $60 million per year for the next, like, at least three to five years for getting those Carlos Correa. And... Um, oh, not to be, not even to mention um, the Joey in the next season. So you commit, like, 50-plus million dollars per year for the next five years and the season off season after that you're probably getting at least 25 million dollars a year for Barrios and Joey each yeah so that's like in two different off seasons I'm committing 100 million dollars plus the payroll which at this point I think the Rangers have eight million dollars in salary on the books for next year I think yeah, it's literally they, eight million but they have a bunch on the books with uh Ruggie and Elvis <laughs> that's where the majority of their money's going yeah but still, God, it's it's so insane, this team. Um, but yeah, I don't know. 2024, some of those guys might be more likely to be up and, you know, contributing. I mean, Josh Young, I think, will be pretty decent as a rookie, but he's still going to be a rookie um, at that point. Maybe he'll be a second-year player at 2023. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't think he'll – he won't have a full MLB season under his bat, so under his belt, whatever. Yeah, I mean, to me, the timeline is – you start to become competitive in 2024 and you look to win in 2025. And I really, really hope they're not planning to win in 2023. Like they are publicly saying they are. I'm hoping that that's just like, Hey, look, we're going to start like doing something like, I right. don't know. Just keep honestly, keep doing what you're doing because otherwise you're going to be right back where you are um, sooner rather than later. And that's going to be awful going from a five-year rebuild to a 10-year rebuild because you half-assed it or you tried to pull out early because you think you thought you outsmarted everybody. You're not. You're not going to outsmart everybody. You're not the A's or the Rays. You're not doing that. You're not the Dodgers. You don't have their resources. You don't have any of their scouting departments. So, yeah. Um, but I think that's about where we need to wrap up. Do you have a, um, a random random Rangers player you want to you wanna end this with? Hmm. Let's go Daniel... Robertson? Was it Robertson or Robinson? I think it was Robertson. Um, I think Robertson. Um, Let's go with him. He's he's about the most uh, nothing-looking baseball player that there's ever been. 
<laughs> oh man, that is that is a pull. Um, you know, mine is not really that random, but I, I'm my brain's only got so much, and I I gotta head out of here. But Craig Gentry, it's not really that random, but like random enough. You, I, do we, I do, do we count it? Face. I I I'll count it just because I I like him. Yeah, the old kid in face. What a blast from the past. But thank you so much for joining me. Um, this has been a blast looking at the future. And um, I, I'm glad you agree with my opinion to make me feel very smart about myself. But I'm um, looking forward to Jake Latt's um, tonight as you've already watched this. Maybe it was a disaster. Maybe it was amazing. Who knows? Um, but until next time, don't forget to enjoy baseball.